Hello and welcome to High Trek, the podcast where we boldly go where everyone has gone before, but this time we're high. Very high. So I'm Riley. I'm Bale Norn. Also known as Beagle. Yep, that's what I keep being told. Yes. I will make you Beagle someday. <laughs> so we watch Star Trek The Next Generation. We'll start, sorry, step one, we get high. Yes. The very important part. Step two, we watch an episode. Well, I guess technically step two would be we talk about that we're going to watch an episode of Star Trek. Yeah, pretty much. And talk about our expectations, perspectives of what's going to happen. Yeah. So uh, I have never seen Star Trek The Next Generation cover to cover. Uh, I've seen a couple episodes here and there, like on cable or something. I didn't grow up in a household that had access to cable or television. Um, so what I watched was pretty... Uh, restricted it's a restricting word uh just you know like monitored i guess and star trek the next generation was just not on the list of approved items for some reason on another hand had approval to watch the star trek and i i did i had the benefit of watching it in its initial release then i watched reruns most of the time and then i watched at least a dozen times since it came on netflix yeah. So I'm, I'm rather inundated and have built a whole world around The Next Generation. Oh, I did. I did, in fact, listen to a podcast about Star Trek The Next Generation called The Greatest Generation. Um, it was pretty fantastic. It's also a very good podcast. I don't know if it's as good as ours. I'll let you be the judge of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I might be biased a little. It's okay. Okay. I know all the characters. I know what happens. I'm already spoiled. So, like, even though I haven't watched each individual episode and know what happens in each individual episode, I've gotten, like, kind of, like, the cliff notes of it. Yes, and I wanted to see what their reaction was to the actual show because that's a whole different context that I have never heard existing. Yeah, like, because I just... I just never watched it so i don't i don't know i don't know what happens i mean like i know that the the major episodes where we have like you know measure of a man and like like the really popular ones yeah. i know those ones um but i've never seen like we're watching episode five where no one has gone before i don't know what happens in this one what happens in this one uh lots of things but you already have been told that this is the wesley episode oh this is the wesley episode so the I, wesley episode. the yeah it's like the one that really starts his character do we do we hear about his his sad dead dad you'll see he tries not to spoil it for me which is I, fun. I, I do a pretty good job i i think so i'm excited wait is this the one where they go to that one planet where everybody's like really nice and then like wesley trips in the garden or something that is an episode that does exist. Okay, but it's not this one. It is an episode that exists. So it's this one. And you haven't seen it yet. Okay. Is it this one? I think you'll know pretty soon after watching it. <laughs> so this is the, the the question. Is it that episode? And I guess we'll get back to you So I'm going to write a part. note for the... Oh, okay. So that's a good, uh, good, good segue into talking about our, our setup of how we do our podcast. So... Oh, yeah. We talk about our expectations on, like, what the episode's going to be. Mine, I'm pretty sure that this is the one where Wesley, like, trips in the garden. So I think the title, Where No One Has Gone Before, is a pretty shitty title if there's already people there. I agree. That would be pretty shitty. That would be a pretty shitty title. It might not. I have had opinions about episodes before where I'm like, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure that's what's happening. And it is not at all what's happening. 
uh, I'm going to write down, is it that episode? Yeah, and just to point out why I really enjoy this is because they don't know, and I get to experience this all over again from a whole new perspective. <laughs> it's like me reliving my childhood through someone else's experience. It's pretty, it's pretty incredible, which is why I think if you are a big fan of Star Trek, you should listen to this podcast. If you are not a big friend, fan of Star Trek, you should listen to this podcast because you get to experience it with us. Oh, yeah. Yes. So uh, we're high, which is why sometimes we ramble. Um, but also, so we talk about the episode, then we watch the episode together, pause it in the middle, talk about the episode, some, what we've seen so far, and then what we think is going to be on the end, and then we finish it up with a little wrap-up at the end. And we're pretty sure that it's also a fun experience if you follow along at home if you have the time and yeah. access to the show to just pause it, watch it when we watch it, and then pause it and listen along. We generally try to pause it at like that that mid spot where they kind of do the little recap after the commercial break in the middle. There's usually like a wipe to yeah, in uh, a cliffhanger. Yeah. Also, um, because I forgot to find out the specific timestamp, after we go to our next segment, we'll tell you where we paused, so you can wait a few seconds in between segment one and two for the timestamp. Yeah, so for us, it will be a whole half of the episode, but for you, it'll only be a couple of seconds because that's the magic of editing. Yeah. So that is the admittedly more confusing way to do it, but the way we have to do it this episode. So we're high. Yeah. I, I don't know if we've mentioned that. It, it may have came up once. Once or twice. twice once maybe. or twice. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll also tell you that a lot because you know one thing that high people love to do is excuse the way they act by telling you that they're high. Yeah. A lot better than saying we were drunk. Yeah, that's true. I guess. I don't, is it any... Never mind. <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. want to, like... <laughs> that, that's social side- connotations, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I get sidetracked with that conversation. <laughs> you know, write that one down <laughs> so I remember that. What, is it better, better uh, like, morally in a society to be drunk or high? Yeah. I, I want to cruise that knot on the time of this episode. <laughs> Post-it note. Post-it note. Oh my god, we should do post-it notes on tea time. Oh yeah. <laughs> we should like wrap up our post-it notes. We could do a we could do a whole segment instead of we could tea do a time. post-it note segment. Yeah, that could be like something we just released on Patreon or something. I don't know. Oh. Right. Yeah, we'll, we we'll talked about it. doing that anyways. I yeah. remember a conversation we had a couple <laughs> weeks ago about doing that. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, when I get to editing uh, that episode, I was like, ah. Oh. If I just edited the episode, I would have I not bring that up we, we leave secret notes for ourselves. We do. <laughs> some of this gets edited in, some of it does not. great secret <laughs> notes. Uh, why don't you explain the idea of a post-it note for people that don't know you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a dictionary of Riley words and terms that I specifically use that I just assume everyone will figure out in context. Yeah. Post-it note is just the idea that, like, hey, this is... Um, I want to I want to have this conversation later, but I don't want to have it right now because, you know, we're in the middle of recording a podcast. And so stopping and derailing the podcast to have a long, in-depth conversation about is it morally better to be drunk or high and what does that even mean and go into depth about it would um, take some time. Yeah, just a little bit too much time. So we say post a note, which means, hey, I want to talk about this later. Yeah. Um, Should we get into talking about next episode? Yeah, but I mean the episodes we're about to watch. Yeah. This episode. 
Yeah, uh, where no one has gone before. Again, uh, so I think it's that episode where Wesley goes to that place where everybody's really nice and wears uh, ridiculous outfits and then trips into the garden, I think, and then gets executed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that is a a synopsis of an episode. Yeah. Is it this episode? That's the question. Yeah, that is the question. Character beats that you think will happen. I mean, honestly, probably a Wesley character beat. Oh, yeah. Wesley's going to be an annoying little shit and get away with it. How do you think any other characters will interact with the Wesley story arc? Uh, Picard's going to be annoyed, but be like, mm, boys will be boys. Riker will kind of like, I think, finger guns. Be like, yo, what up? And then Jordy will just be like, <laughs> I don't think Worf's going to be in this episode. How about Tasha? Oh, Tasha will probably be like, Captain, how do you let him act like that? And Picard will be like, boys will be boys, as Riker finger guns in the background. That would be interesting to see. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just imagining that episode played out like that in my head, and it's a very interesting experience. (laughs) (laughs) We should do an animation of that. That would be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah, if anyone wants to do a whiteboard animation of that, we'd love that. (laughs) Thanks. Amazing make my day uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um uh, but i bet uh, so captain is obviously sipping sipping earl gray hot while while being like tasha yeah you don't understand the the youth and and silliness of boys and how we must let them be youthful and silly and you know fuck up other people's cultures and get executed that's just normal boys things as he sips on his earl gray and then Riker, again, finger guns in the background. Ooh, uh, Data. Huh? What do you think Data's gonna happen in this episode? <gasps> Does he get a cat yet? No, I don't think so. Okay, because I was gonna say pet his cat. I don't actually remember which season that happens. Okay. There's probably gonna be a lot of points where I'm like, Picard's treating Data bad! And nobody understands him and loves him like I do. Yeah, that could probably happen. Yeah, that'll probably happen. I mean... I don't think he'll be very involved in this episode. I think that was everyone. Uh, Deanna Troy and Beverly. Oh, yes. Deanna Troy's gonna be like... Not Deanna Troy. Sorry, Beverly's gonna be like, My baby, my darling, he's in trouble. You must save him. He's my boy. Um, and Deanna Troy's gonna, like, sense some stuff about people. And then tell you about it. Very important bard work. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's, how else are you <laughs> supposed to get negotiations done? You can't. Yeah. It's, it's impossible to do it without knowing everything about the other person first. Exactly. It's impossible. <laughs> impossible. There's no way to do it. <laughs> so why we have so many wars? Because <laughs> we don't have any uh, empaths. Yep. <sighs> that work for government agencies. <laughs> oh, boy. That's another road we could go down if we wanted to. <laughs> Sorry. That's um... oh, okay. The episode you're actually thinking of, though. I will say... Oh, so it's not this episode? The episode that you're thinking about is, uh... Has a really interesting... Because it, it is almost like a boys will be boys. Mm-hmm. I guess it could be interpreted that way if you're, you're tainted with your opinion. I'm always tainted with my opinion. That's how everybody works. I know. <laughs> I didn't say anything that was untrue. Um... <laughs> 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 When you see it, you'll... So it's not this episode, is what you're saying. 
No, I'm saying when you see it, you'll see it. When I see this episode that is not this episode, I will see it. That's not what I said. You can't read into what I said. Are you I sure? didn't say anything specific. But I always just said... did that. I mean, you're trying to, and you're trying to get me to slip up. It's I not going to happen. I think you already slipped up. I think you've already let me know it's not this episode. Did I? I think so. I don't think so. Okay, we'll find out. I'm going to put in my notes, probably not. That's fair. We haven't started the next episode. So. We haven't watched it yet, so no. I don't know if I'm right. I mean, the next segment, whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else you would like? Because you have like a list of questions that you like to ask me about before we watch the episode that I never remember what they are. Uh, yeah, and I realize it's mostly just about what kind of character beats the story beats you think we're going to have. Okay. Uh, we asked. We haven't really talked. We talked about what you think the episode's going to be like, but you are. Is this an episode that you think has? larger story beats that you've heard of i mean not really uh uh, it's not one that i know of like i know a lot like like the title like the titles of episodes that i know a lot about are like the big ones oh okay um and so for like like i don't know where no one has gone before i don't think i'm sure i've heard this title i'm sure i've heard us say it sometimes we don't look up titles so maybe we haven't ever said it before yeah um i don't know the titles very well honestly they look they're there they're for things there. we're we're learning them pretty well now sort of we, we've only jumbled them up for an episode five <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the content the high quality research you come to expect on high trek <laughs> yep uh, very high quality high high quality of the highest the highest of quality <laughs> so uh do you want to watch this up yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. We're going to watch that. So, yeah, we're going to watch the first part of the episode of Season 1, Episode 5, The Next Generation, Where No One Has Gone Before. Watch it with us, if you will. If not, just, you know, wait for two seconds and we'll be back. Yeah. Well, about three seconds and then you'll hear the time step for where we stop. Yeah, and then... Like, and then three seconds and then where pause we it start. Again. Yeah. And pause it again. Look, we, we believe in our listeners to be able to deal with complicated timestamp issues. We're just trying to figure it out ourselves. N- no, they're amazing and, and capable, and they can do it. We don't have to guide them. We, we believe in our listeners. You're looking at me very confused. I'm trying not to degrade my own self to make me look better. Ha! That's a fun game, isn't it? Yeah. So I'll just say, uh, we'll see you soon. Bye! Bye. Welcome back! Hello! So, we have just watched the first half of Star Trek Episode 1, Season 5. We left off at 2027, so I don't know if we've said that already. But if you're waiting around for that 2027, um, yeah. Shit. I made so many sounds. (laughs) Yeah, um... I guess this has become a tradition. Why don't we go through your list first? Okay. That's a good idea. So I, I looked at my phone three times. Just a little higher than average. I feel like there are a lot more like just like quiet moments. And mm. those quiet moments. If, if I'm not like... I will pay attention to a quiet moment if I am like recovering from a very intense moment that just happened. And then, like, the quiet moment, like, I'll be, I'll, because then I'm with the ebb and flow of the episode. But, like, if, if there is nothing, I'm, like, 
connected to in the moment before a quiet moment and there's nothing beautiful to look on on, on the screen i'll just kind of fuck off right so that happened more often i think in this one bummer um so it's not the episode everyone it is not that episode i was thinking of a different episode yeah so um so far we have fuck what even happened okay so some dick who thinks he's a hot shot motherfucker came on board to uh like fuck around with the engine that's right yeah clowins clowins now i can't say it clowinski I think you let it slip in the open that it wasn't this episode. I'm pretty sure you said something that inferred to that. So, but it isn't that episode anyway. I failed everyone. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just very clever. I failed everyone. I'm very sorry. Uh, so, Reich, okay, it, uh, we, we record a little segment called High Tea Time. I'm not sure if it's going to be a Patreon only or whatever the fuck we're doing with it. But it's a thing, uh, and in it we went over um, all the different, like, the main cast and what uh, D&D classes they would be. Yeah. So my note here, unfortunately, was Riker knows the importance of bards. <laughs> yep. Uh, yes. Well, Dan is a bard in our opinion. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and Riker is like, yo, I'm a fighter, but I need some boost. <laughs> you got my back? Yep. And, uh, which, which is just, like, a really good, a really good party pairing, honestly. Yeah. Like, well, so here's the really interesting thing, is that the podcast that I uh, listened to about Star Trek, uh, they kind of acted like Deanna Troy Lake didn't really have a lot to do, and didn't have a lot of importance, like, in the, in the ship, but, like, it feels like she really does. Yeah, I would say that she had an importance It may not always be upfront on every episode. Well, like, I feel yeah. like uh, I I have done um, some like event planning things where like you it, it's it's stuff that like you can't feasibly do all on your own. So like I really really know the importance of like support people. Yeah. When you're trying to do that, so like because like if I'm tr I've I've done like awards dinners for like a nonprofit. So if I'm trying to run pretty much a restaurant for the night that we're serving one meal, you know I got my head of house i got my servers i got a lot of stuff going on if i'm doing this i gotta be able to have people i can depend on so like i really understand like how important that is and be able to negotiate from a place of knowing if your person you're talking to is lying or not it's just such a power move yeah that like i really appreciate deanna troy and like just just that position in a in a like having her in in as the top as as like the main characters. Yeah, it also highlights an importance on mental health. I think. Really? Cuz she is a counselor. She helps with interpersonal relationships. Oh shit, I didn't and... know she was a counselor. Yeah, she's the counselor on oh, the show. Oh fuck. Yeah, counselor Deanna Troy. I just well, I don't know. I they, just thought that was really... like a rank. <laughs> yeah, I mean they have I really... thought it was a space rank. <laughs> to be fair, they haven't done any of the literal counselor episodes. Because they, they have episodes where she's like... Oh, is a counselor. Is okay. being a counselor and dealing with mental health issues. Yeah, and I just, I honestly assume like counselor was like, like Commander Raker or whatever. Oh, no. <laughs> like counselor Deanna Troy. Like that's, that's just her <laughs> rank, I guess. Yep. Okay. Uh, oh, I just, I really like the name Commander Argyle. Like it just, it makes me very happy. I, I could tell. <laughs> 
Kaczynski is an asshole fucking butter bar. Was my next note. <laughs> so I used to be a civilian employee on a military base. I worked at the, the community center there um, on an Air Force base. So, like, it just reminded me of how people talk about butter bars of, like, of, like um, a lieutenant, like a, a double bar lieutenant, a second lieutenant. Oh, okay. Because I, uh, I guess second lieutenant is, like, the lowest ranking officer. I'm probably wrong about that because I was a civilian employee and I didn't really give a shit. I also did not know. Okay. But, like, I think because it's, like, the lowest ranking officer, but, like, there's still over an in, uh, I just almost said ensign. Um, <laughs> Uh, like an enlisted mm-hmm. so like they're they're assholes but pretty much like they'd be the same ranking as you like they're the low man on the totem pole for um officers right. and so they tend to like lord their power over like um enlisted and so kazensi just reminded me of like every shitty butter bar i've ever met oh <laughs> that makes a lot of sense it's just like oh what a dick yeah He's like literally the writing for Kaczynski is amazing because like he and he acts it so well like with his every fiber he's like I'm a dick <laughs> like just literally it's so good like there's a point where like he he pushes Riker out of the way to like get something where it would be easier for him to walk like behind him or whatever but no he pushes him out of the way and the way Riker like reacts to it is just so beautiful as a moment of like physical acting yes it was a nice little touch mm-hmm Oh, and then I just, I really like the dynamic between Riker and Picard. I feel like Riker is a really good second for Picard um, because Picard is very stodgy. At least right now in like the first five episodes, Picard is very stodgy. He is very rule oriented. He is very like, there's no, uh, we use another D&D term, like he he is lawful, lawful, um, lawful good. Okay, yeah. So, like, it's very, but it's very laws. Like, I am going to use the laws to do the best that I can. Um, where Riker is very chaotic. Good. Like, Riker sees, uh, like, a different way of seeing things. Like, the rules are there. We have to, but but the rules, rules are to be maneuvered around, not to use as our, a pillar of our, like, right. morality. So, it's good kind of balance. Yeah, it really is, and I really like the dynamics between the two characters. Oh, okay. So, like, I have, I'm kind of under the impression that the Enterprise was supposed to be, like, the best of the best. Like, like everyone who did super fucking great gets on the Enterprise, right? Like, Enterprise are, like, all your A++ students. Right. Okay. No one treats them that way. Like, so far. Like, uh, like when people come on the ship, like from from the Federation, they always treat them like they're like fucking like in the doghouse. Like, oh, the Enterprise, yeah, fuck you guys. Well, I don't know about always. Well, so far, sorry. Okay. Like so far uh, that I've seen. I can only think of this example easily, but in this case, there are like specialists in specialized areas outside of just the enterprise so like research stations yeah but like stations. if i was a cool kid best of the best and i was like going to a cool kid best of the best like place it'd be like finally people who will understand me and i don't have to spend time saying little words Ugh, hooray i'd be really excited but then again yeah. i'm really excited all the time i mean they could just be bitter it's true I don't know, I really thought now about I that now i feel bad for Kuginski that he's just bitter and sad and or the assistant pointed that out 
<laughs> too. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. He's like, he's just bitter. He's like, <laughs> he said, so his quote, quote, or is, uh, is he a joke? And the assistant said, no, that would just be too cruel or something like that. Or it'd just be too sad. <laughs> he's already so sad. If he didn't actually know what the yeah. fuck he was talking about, I would literally just kill him to put out of his misery. Ha ha ha. They're very sad. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh yeah. My next note is Leslie's sweater is oh my god uncomfortable looking. <laughs> uh, if you hadn't heard before, they have considered, or they were calling him the sweater the sweater, boy. the sweater boy i like yeah. all i knew about him is he apparently wore like weird sweaters but i've never really seen any of the weird sweaters so like oh my god those are some terrible sweaters <laughs> like just i i was not ready <laughs> uh well i'm glad it lives up to its hype oh my god like just okay i okay and i'm not saying like bad as in like Style is style. If I don't like it, but it doesn't mean it's bad. I tend to like a lot of loud avant-garde style. Like that's just what I'm like drawn to. But I tend to, in my normal everyday, wear a lot of black. That's it. So I I do appreciate like more kind of what normal people would say. Not normal, but like what people would say more garish. Like I like a lot of like loud bright colors the brighter oh. the louder the better yeah. so i'm not saying that like the outfit is bad i'm saying that sweater just looks so uncomfortable <laughs> like it just it looks like just the worst thing to be wearing yeah and i it just i don't ever want any human being to have to put that on <laughs> my other my last note of the first part of the episode is Commander Riker, because it was such a good moment in, in just as a scene. It was such a beautiful moment. So Asshole decides to um, come in and he's like, yo, I know shit and I'm amazing and I'm going to fucking make your warp shit the best. And right, the the people on the Enterprise are like, mm, nah, like we, we did, we read your, your equations. They're nothing like they don't do shit. <laughs> And then Asshole's like, of course you wouldn't understand my brilliance. And um, then Asshole's assistant, who is some kind of cool alien being that, like, I guess is just way more advanced than humans are. And so, like, think in, like, a different dimensional time or regulation. Yeah. Because we use, we use time. Time is, like, our, our yardstick. Yeah, it's our dimensional constant. Yeah. I guess you could say. So we use that a lot, and so the idea is that like this alien race doesn't use time as its, as its like constant. Yeah, that all realities or not realities, all um, I guess realities, I guess in a way, are interconnected. Mm -hmm. So time, space, distance, thought, like thought, all of it, yeah, intermix and they can, can control, like kind of like uh, influence each other. It was uh, in a wrinkle in time the the idea of a tesseract. Oh yeah, is it is that the similar? I actually don't remember. Oh, I read. Those I never books. read the books. I did. Or watched the. the I never watched the adaptations, but I read the books. But oh, I really okay. like the author. I read a different series of hers, so. So, do you know what this episode is? Have you ever heard of this episode? I'm sure I have. I just know. But it's not like a big deal. No, it's not, not one that like that caught me as oh, a. Yeah. 
Okay, so you didn't haven't heard of like uh, Alpha Centauri, or no. whatever. The, it was Alpha Centauri, wasn't it? Oh yeah, I did remember yelling Voyager. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll ask that question later. What is it? An end of episode question? Uh, yeah, that's okay. gonna be an end of episode question. Do you want me to write it down? Do you no, write? I'll remember this. You'll one. remember it. Okay. No. Uh, so the scene is that. Oh, okay. So anyway, they so they. They do their their warp drive experiment and they say go ahead and do it on the ship. You're not gonna fucking do anything because you're we've done your equations. They don't fucking do anything, so there's no point for you to go ahead and run your fucking tests, asshole. Yeah. And so they do, and of course, of course, this what's what the Enterprise is known for. Number one, they have the best of the best. Number two, the best of the best have the best of the best children. So you have like. <laughs> Best of the best to the like square power of best. That's a lot of best. So much best, and which is the boy wonder, Wesley Crusher, and he is on the ship. Don't worry. So anyway, the weird alien guy, uh, the assistant. I guess do they gender him? I I just said him, so obviously, um, I'm gendering him. Yeah, I don't know if they gendered. I don't know. Anyway, so the assistant. We'll just the assistant. The assistant. Uh, so the assistant and Wesley is like, okay, oh, hey, cool, warp drive shit. I love warp drive shit. What up? And they're like chatting and they're hanging out and like and and the boy boy wonders the power of second best uh, goes over there and is like, oh wait, what if you did it this way? And then the aliens like, oh fuck, <laughs> that's gonna be amazing. Let's do this shit. And they do. And then they like end up like light years away from where they're supposed to be that like would take in with their normal um ability to use uh distance uh, 300 years which is why i yelled voyager yeah because that's the plot of voyager pretty much yeah um kind of <laughs> kind of but, i mean alien pulled them 75 years away I or mean, how many yeah. 75 million light years or something like that yeah yeah then so Riker so so they're like fucking lost in space pretty much, and you know Captain Picard wants to know what is the meaning of this. Teacup smashed on the ground in my <laughs> mind. That's how that worked. Yes. Okay. That's a good image. <laughs> and so asshole uh, comes in uh, with Riker, and they're like. The asshole's like, well, I'm a genius. That's uh, that's what the meaning of this is. I'm amazing. I did this thing. Look, we're 300 light years into the future, or not into the future, into space, and I'm fucking amazing. Uh, bow down before me. Aren't you excited? We're going to be in textbooks. Yep. Oh, side nerd point, I believe it was 1,700,000 light years. Oh, did you remember? Apparently. That's really exciting. <laughs> That's weird. I mean, it happened. All right. Nerd note done. <laughs> uh, so anyway, like, uh, Riker is, they're all having this conversation, and I don't remember exactly who brings it up, but the idea was like, That's cool, though. We're all, we're like three, three uh, hundred years uh, distance in space, but uh, can you get us the fuck home? <laughs> can you fucking do that again, asshole? And he's like, of course I can. I'm amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, like, Raker and the commander, uh, and, uh, Raker and Picard have a really, really awesome moment where, where the asshole says, like, something Riker, and then, uh, the captain says, that's Commander Riker. 
And it was just such a fucking great point because number one, Picard is like, is reminding this asshole to give like my people respect. Like, yeah. Fucking know your place. But also in that, like also made it very apparent that like I outrank Riker and you're treating Riker like shit. What are you doing? And it was just, ah, it was such a good moment. Like, just the acting and the lines and everything. Like, it was just, it was filmed very well. And it was, like, a perfect little scene. I'm very glad that you've experienced that. Pretty pretty big wow, I think. Mm -hmm. Welcome to Star Trek. Yeah! Ah, it was good. (laughs) I like it. Five episodes in. My first ecstatic episode. (laughs) All right, what about yours? I don't have very much. I already went over my first one. Like, I just wanted to point out that he always invites counsel, but you kind of already talked about that part t- part of it, too. What? Uh, the part where he was like, all right, we're here. What do, you, what do we want to do? Mm-hmm. Let me hear your advice. And then it just, I don't know, I've been pointed out every time just to, I like that leadership style. Yeah, no, it's really good. Like, I, it, it really is because he, he feels out. I think that is what I like about Picard. Uh, I know that, like, I've been very judgmental on, like, his not being well-prepared in the past and his shitty leadership skills in the past. Um, But in this episode, like, if this this was, like, if I hadn't seen the other episodes and I knew everything about Star Trek, like, I would think that this was the leader that I thought Picard was before I started watching it. Okay, so if we're keeping count, that's two episodes positive and three episodes not positive. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, the, the first, first one I was you... really positive yeah. about. Because it was exciting. There yeah. was a lot going on. There was a lot going on. So, I, in the all overall, this is not terrible. No, I mean, no. I'm, I'm not having a bad time. I'm enjoying myself. Well, I'm really glad that you're enjoying yourself. Yeah. I am, too. Let's see here. So. And those are the only two things I want to talk about. I mean, we talk about the character beats. Oh, uh. Well, no, actually, we didn't talk about the character beats. There haven't really been any. There, there's nothing. There, it's no. That's true. I didn't write any down. Well, there's no like. In, so in the first part of this episode, there, there, it's more of a, um, oh crap, I, I hate that when that happens when you have like the word and then you go to say the word and then it's just like, gone. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit. It's just uh, defining the character traits more. It's just concreting it more. I, there's a word here. Enforcing it. It's just enforcing the character traits that they've already oh. assigned to each character. Yeah. So it's just like it's a status quo episode, which is very important because if you're going to be with characters for a while, you want to make sure that you reinforce what their character is like. Yeah, it's important to, if you're going to especially if you're going to improve a character, mm-hmm. if you get it going on, establish a pattern. So, you know, they're actually increase or change over time. Yeah, because if, like, in one episode this dude's an asshole and in the next episode this dude's amazing without any kind of reason or understanding or connection to it, it's not going to have any meaning to us. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that's honestly what's going on is just a, more of a, a just establishing the characters. Just cont- a continuation of what's already been established. Yeah. So I guess there really aren't too many character beats. This is um, one that I noticed, but it's important to the story, so I'm not going to say it okay. in case I'm reading too much into it because they don't okay. really talk about it until later. Then make a note. Oh yes, I am taking notes. Make a note. We'll we'll start. We'll we'll talk about it when we get there. 
Okay. So I I'm ready to move on to the second half. What what about what about you? Yeah, I think I think I think we're good. I'm I'm really interested to see. So usually about the second half of the episode, I get kind of really bored with the episode because like everything's almost already been solved. And so then like the next five minutes after the episode, like it, the episode's solved and then it just plays out. And I know how it's going to be played out. So I don't care. I don't want to watch like oh. the, the people playing it out. Cause usually it's not that intriguing for me. Cause I already know the story, but I feel like this episode, I don't know what's going to happen. That's excellent. Yeah, so I mean, like, I probably I know what's gonna happen. They're I mean, gonna get back and they're gonna survive, but like, I don't know how that's gonna play out. Right. And so that's exciting. Excellent. Uh, I hope the anticipation—that's not the right word. I, I hope <laughs> there is enough. Uh, interest. Oh, fuck. I don't know. I'm high. I don't. I lost my thought. I hope I enjoy it as well. Yeah, I was gonna say something really dumb and complicated to say that basically. <laughs> so, in case you forgot, we solved that. 2027 for the timestamp. And we're going to watch the rest of the episode of episode 5, Star Trek The Next Generation, where no one has gone before. Oh yeah, they used it in the show too. They did, it was beautiful. Yeah, yes. And welcome back. Also, hello again. Also, what's up there? Uh, this is this is High Trek i guess we're still doing part three so we just yep. finished the episode yeah we just finished the episode that was called no one boldly something where no one has gone before that one it was called that i didn't write it i usually write down the episode name in my oh. notes Oops. i did not shit so my notes so the so one i really enjoyed this episode like it's been one of my more favorite episodes uh, it was just really well done, like really well acted, really well written. Not a lot happened. Like there wasn't any big fights or anything or like big scenes, but like it was just a really well, well scripted episode. In my opinion. Also mine. But I mean, before we get into your notes, usually we go through your notes first, but one easy answer question. Do you understand why it's called the Wesley episode now? Yes, because that's why he becomes acting ensign. Yeah. And the other stuff. What other stuff? Being a wizard. Oh, yeah. He's the chosen one. It's in my notes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. But he's the chosen one. Oh, yeah. But he's a wizard. Oh, my God. Oh, so we did uh, in our high high tea time. We talked about the different classes of uh, I mean, people. Oh, and oh, we, yeah. we decided. Sorcerer, not wizard. Yeah. Because it's natural. Yeah, that he's a sorcerer. Yeah. yeah because and, he's, it's natural, not like book learned. And in this case, kind of could literally mean doing things with thought. Yeah, it's so. honestly like like that's a really good like sorcerer is definitely yeah like his class. One, I checked my phone three times, so six total I think on this episode. Ooh, that's the highest I think. Yeah, I think it's pretty high, which is funny because I really like the episode, <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm just like, yeah, they're just gonna be talking for a bit. It was a really quiet episode. That's true. Most of the time, you can know what's going on if you're just listening. Yeah, so like I didn't really need to watch it. There was that one time where you didn't notice that he was phasing. Yeah, and I was. But other than that, but he phased later, so like it happens yeah. repetitively. It's pretty good. It's it, it's a, it. I would call this like a really good knitting episode. Like I don't knit, but like I do embroidery. But like um, of like a thing to do while you're watching TV. If you're right. somebody who needs to keep your hands busy, this is a good episode to do stuff like that too. Because 
you can follow the episode, but you don't have to watch it the whole time, but you can watch it just most of the time. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Good crafting episode. If you're a LARPer, it's like making chain mail. Yeah, yeah, making chain mail. <laughs> uh, we are both LARPers. I am a past LARPer. Yeah. And, uh, and Beagle over there is a current LARPer, so. Yeah. We're going to have a lot of, like, weird LARPing insights. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I'm surprised we haven't talked about it more. Yeah, I know. I, I think it was just mostly, I'm like, we're just going to, if it comes up, it comes up. Yeah. When does LARPing come up in casual conversation? Well, we could talk about knitting, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm a chainmail. I've made chainmail before. I have. I think just about everyone has <laughs> tried. Some people are more successful than others. That's true. I was terrible. I, I'm not bad. It's just it's tedious, and I don't like doing it. I mean, same. I just didn't get very far before I said that. Yeah. Uh, didn't even make a bracelet. I don't think. It's like, ugh. oh, dude, like I made a. Uh, I used to do. Uh, I used to do four in one links for my friend. Like oh, when yeah. he was doing big chains, I do the four in one links, and then he put them together. <laughs> Production. Yeah. Good. Um. So my first note is fuck yeah, doggone shit. So uh, cover like this is. This is why, like, I actually like this episode, because not everything was revealed before the mid-break. Because, like, you know, the whole uh, your thoughts become real was revealed after the mid-break. Yeah. And so, really good pacing, just felt really comfortable. Um, like, I, there were things for me to learn after the mid-break. Um, so, like, your thoughts become reality. So, we have Worf's, like, little dog, uh, which is, is a... Not a dog. What? A targ. Oh, yeah. It's like a warthog pig thing. Yeah. And, like, it was kind of a neat moment because I liked, I liked seeing um, Worf as, like, a person who was a child once and, like, had a <laughs> dog and was just like, like, oh, my God, my dog's on this shit. This is so fucking cool. And then it was like, oh, from my childhood. I'm like, you think you would remember that first? <laughs> Not like, <laughs> I'm a dead dog's there. Like, dead dog is, like, the first one that comes up. Like, I would react to Oh shit, that's my dead dog versus like, oh puppy. <laughs> I think I'd much more be like he's dead. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so then it was revealed that like uh they're in like a kind of an in between zone. It wasn't really defined just someplace outside the known universe. Okay. So But like the 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 subtext or like the the they insinuated that it was like like between it was like there's a yeah it was just something else no. not not just you're at a universe at the edge of the universe because they said he is like eight billion light years away so they did move that far yeah but they didn't move that far they uh, they moved in between yeah basically and dimensions humans have no understanding of that is that is correct yeah that has implications mm-hmm Okay, so yeah, so Worf apparently thought of his uh, pet, and I was like, "Oh, doggy," because that's who I am as a human being. Oh shit! Like so, so, so like the first coming back from the the break, we have like the, a lot of these little like vignettes of people uh, hallucinating, um, and it's pretty fun. Like it's a pretty nice like. But I realized that like the one where the guy is in the cafeteria and he's like, like just vibing. And playing in an orchestra. Yeah. I was just like, I literally was like, oh, wait, is that supposed to be weird? 
<laughs> like I had it. It took me a moment because I'm like, oh fuck, I'm so high that like the orchestra just on the ship didn't seem odd. I'm like, yeah, and of course there's the fucking orchestra. The uh, yeah, starship would have an orchestra. I just popped off my fucking mic. I didn't find it weird at all that there was just like a fucking orchestra, just a string orchestra on on the. On, on Starfleet, on the deck, whatever, mm-hmm. just chilling. Yeah, cool, that's normal. I'm that high. And like 17th century garb, no less. Yeah, why not? Like, that seems totally normal for <laughs> fucking Star Trek. Yeah, I'm high. <laughs> so the the Picard vignette was he came across his, like, his grandmother and they had tea together. And, hmm? Was it? Oh, I just have something to talk about that. Too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh... And like, uh, oh, dead grandmother. I should probably, because he, he reacted to the dead grandmother, not, oh, my grandmother, let me have some tea. Uh, Wait, yeah. Which was, you know, the expected reaction <laughs> by dead grandmother. Um, and so, but it's, uh, so like I've had to, my, my dad is, uh, has a lot of illness and part of that is like he's in a lot of pain. And so sometimes he's not the best person to have a conversation with. Because he doesn't have the capacity for having a long, in-depth conversation. Things have to, like, get to the point really quick kind of a thing. Yeah. And so, um, a lot of the time, I just roll with whatever he says. So, like, it's very improv-heavy. So, if he just, you know, decides, it makes a declarative statement. I'm like, cool, that's true, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, I don't have time to argue because he will not have time to, like, have that whole argument. And it reminded me of that, of, like, Picard, of just, like, oh, my grandma's here? Let's have fucking tea. Like, he just fucking rolled with it. Like, he just <laughs> improv deep down, sure, I guess this is reality now. And, like, that's just so, like, it, it is a very good, I think, um, thing of a leader to do, of just rolling with, like, this is reality and not. And I feel like, I feel like this, like, episode five is where I see, like, the Picard I know. Like, the Picard, yeah. like, I don't. I feel like he was a different character in the other episodes. Like I don't feel like the character that I met in the other four episodes is the character in this episode. Yeah, I can see that. But yeah, no, like, uh, like sweet improv, Captain Picard. <clears throat> uh, and then I wrote good Picard. <laughs> oh, Riker is a badass at taking responsibility. I don't remember why I wrote that. Because he had. Oh, Wesley. Because he had ignored Wesley twice when Wesley had tried to told, tell him about the Traveler. Yeah, and so he was like, he's like, how come we didn't figure this out before? And he's like, well, Wesley figured it out, but I ignored him. And it was like, it was a really cool, I like I like seeing people take responsibility for their mistakes because I feel like that's the best, especially like in an emergency situation, you don't have time to care about like blame or whatever. You just, just assume that everybody who you're working with is acting in good faith and it just makes everything a lot easier. I wonder if that was my first real introduction to it since I saw it at such a young age. What? Taking responsibility for your own actions. Oh, really? Yeah, because we're talking about my, like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. And I was very media-heavy. I mean, I had good role models outside of TV, too. Yeah. It just, Star Trek influenced a lot of my philosophy. And so I wonder if that also influenced me in that way. Yeah, because, I I mean, like, it obviously didn't influence me because... (laughs) Right. Watch it, but like that is that is one of my philosophies is is to take responsibility for your own actions. 
my major philosophy is like we all have free will so you have to allow other people the same free will that you're allowed yourself yeah um so and that part of that is just allowing other people to take responsibility for their own actions and then only focus on your actions exactly and so it was really cool to see that in this episode did you want to talk about picard and the grandmother i kind of skipped it or do you want to wait until it's your turn to read well i can mention it now okay um I read it like you did, but on top of that, it's almost, he was almost strong-willed enough to be able to use his own self-reflection to give half his imagination to come up with the correct answer for what's going on. Ooh, that's cool. I like that reading. Because Riker came along and interrupted it right when it looked like the grandmother was about to answer his question about what is all going on. Yeah. And I think... So he, he didn't know- need the simulation anymore because he had already come to the answer. Yeah. Yeah. And I I thought that was a, a powerful moment. Yeah. It's um, like good good Picard up. Like yeah. it really is. This is I mean like so here's the thing, it's like if I had to make a playlist of episodes so like somebody wanna be like, What's your best Picard episodes? Like this would be in it. Okay, yeah. Like I like how Picard reads in this episode. Good. I'm mm-hmm. glad that uh... <laughs> We're finally getting some positive reactions. I mean, besides, Picard sucks. <laughs> Picard's a shitty leader. Who let Picard be a captain? <laughs> <sighs> I'm capricious. You can be. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I like uh, Captain's Log as the intro-outro device. Like, oh. I really like that as the, like, for commercial breaks device. It is. It is a good one. I like the recaps. It makes sense. It feels right. It feels right for a story for for a. Yeah, it's a good uh, feature to use to catch people up on that doesn't seem unrealistic. Yeah, I like it. So the thing is, is like the I don't think the traveler or the assistant ever like said their gender in the no. app. It, so the traveler and the assistant, or slash the assistant, uh, was gendered as he. Um, and so I just thought it was just interesting, like how far we've come with the concept of like, of more, more than just one gender, like the idea of gender different from sex and like, and presentation different than gender identity and all, all that like is right now, I feel like more coming to the forefront because we're, we're ready to talk about it now. Um, actually they bluntly bring that up. And do they i like know there's a whole episode about it i know there's a whole episode about uh not everyone keeps their uh genitalia in the same place i know that's a line that's or something not, that is a line that's from star trek six undiscovered country oh i've never watched it the movie. how do i know that line <laughs> yeah because it's a funny moment oh, it's a private I, meme somewhere in the podcast they oh or the podcast that. would say that yeah but no i'm saying like in next generation i forget which season they they bluntly deal with like different gender identities that's pretty cool because like it is it is something like definitely to think about and it's something a part of how people express themselves so yeah that they they deal with conversion therapy oh shit yeah that's gonna be a hardcore episode i'm gonna have a lot to say i think so oh my god okay get ready guys whew I don't remember what it's going to be. So we'll find out. We'll find out what happens. Uh, the assistant is now the tra- known as the traveler. So he's like named himself. Like I am a traveler. Yeah. 
Um, I just, I really like this character, the traveler character. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like this idea of pretty much like this alien, uh, like so much farther advanced than humans, just like showing up and being like, oh, you guys got warped us. It's so exciting. I'm going to just kind of like hang out here and pretend. And he's kind of like, he's almost like the doctor. Like, yeah. Like Doctor Who. Like, this is the comparison. And I kind of like, I, I like that, that character. And so it was neat to see it because it's like, that's what, that's what the Federation is all about. It's yeah. just learning uh, their culture, like curiosity and stuff. And so like having, because he was like, uh, he's like, oh, I'm the traveler. And Picard's like, where are you traveling to? And he's like, pfft. Dude, it's about the journey, not the destination. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I really love the line, if I remember right. Why we've never heard of your kind before. Like, oh, the arrogance, the things that we have been here before this time. You're now starting to do things that interest us. Yeah. Oh, my it's God. Like I love, like, I just, because that, that was, like, such a doctor vibe, kind of. Yeah. For oh, me. and then, well, it is kind of like magic. He was in the guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, at one point. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, He's oh, like, it's like, but magic. that's magic. Oh, that seemed like magic to you, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, silly little humans. <laughs> See, that's what, like, I don't like when Picard does that to, like, other people, but I like it when people do it to Picard. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just the, like. Anti authoritarian. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but I'm just like, oh, it's so cute when people do it to Picard. <laughs> Fuck Picard, though. Oh yeah, no, because I because my next note was improbability drive, um, because like the idea is that like thought powers like his powers pretty much like yeah whatever he manifests his own destiny by thought, um, which is like the fucking secret or whatever I don't know. Yeah, I'm <laughs> do not sure. do a thought board. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, can you imagine like a whole entire planet of people who just like work on like thought manifesting from thought boards? I don't know. That just seems like a Futurama concept. <sighs> It'd be but a good one though. It would be. All right. So yeah, and chaos magic because like that is that is also a principle of chaos magic is uh, through your will you manifest. Yeah. And so it's like yeah, this whole alien race of chaos magicians. Fuck yeah! Oh, I was excited about this. Let's see. Oh, the differences between Picard and Janeway. So I found this really fascinating because like, so I know more about Voyager because. I used to watch, well, I still actually watch a YouTuber called uh, Renegade Cut, um, also known as Leon Thomas, um, and he did this very short-lived thing called Attack of the Trek, which he, in his way, expressed his love for Star Trek, and he did one about um, Janeway, and it was just really fascinating, and I liked the idea of, like, a female commander and, like, or um, captain, and I loved... Like, I just liked it, and so um, I know more about Voyager than I do know about Next Generation, besides, you know, just what I've learned by cultural osmosis. Yeah. Uh, And so I find it interesting, the parallels between this episode and the whole concept of Voyager is that they accidentally went farther than they could. Uh, Yes. Uh, The circumstances are different because Cat and McCard thinks there's a way to get back. Yeah. Quickly. Mm -hmm. But But, but like Similar. Yeah, yeah, but the idea is we went farther than than we should have been able to go. Then we are capable of moving ourselves on our own. So Picard, given the choice to stay there or go back, was like, and and he waffled. He thought about it a little bit, which was because because obviously like the sense of adventure 
was calling to him. Yeah. But I really liked his, his justification of, well, who would we report to if we're beyond, like, the extent of, like, yeah. of communication? What's the point? We're, we're going to, what, we're going to send a message in a bottle and may or may never show up there? Who are we going to tell all of our magical findings to or our, our scientific findings to? Like 51 years, I think, travel yeah. time. Yeah, it was pretty much a fucking shift in a, or a fucking yeah. note in a bottle. Like, reliability. Think about what data could they send, because they've already established if you want to send core data, it's a lot more data, so you can't just send a subspace message. So, anyways, I got really analytical about that shit. No, that's cool. That's, like, that's one of the fun things about it. Yeah, yeah and so, like, and he's like, yeah, uh, so let's just go fucking home, because, uh, fuck this shit. And I, I like... It's a, a so it was very interesting because like because both of the answers are right. Yeah. Both of they're, they're staying or going is not a right or wrong answer. They both make incredible shows. They do. Because Voyager is a good show and they decided to stay. The Next Generation is a good show because they decided to go back. Yeah. And both of them are good shows and both of them are the right answers. But it's very interesting the differences of what a character is portrayed who would answer go back and what a character portrayed who would answer would stay yes it's a good point to bring up it's kind of it reminds me of like the lawful good slash chaotic good because janeway is chaotic good yeah 100 percent chaotic good see they have the so janeway and her number two have like the opposite um relationship between Riker and picard yeah which is ironic because he was the one that was uh renegade oh really yeah. Okay. Oh, he part... Look, I know very little about the actual oh. plot. I just know that they're stuck he... in space and there's something about um uh, He was part of the Makewees? I know about the Makewees. Yeah. Um I'm a good... I was just about to say that the Marquis. Oh there, okay. Yeah, they're the renegade good guys. Bad yeah, guys, yeah they're people. they're like uh they're the the rebel alliance. Yeah. Anyways, side point, but I thought that was amusing. Yeah. Oh my god, that is amusing. So I thought that was like it's just it's a it's an interesting high thought of the differences between the two captains, but both of them are correct, but they're different and they have different outcomes. Yeah. I I don't know. I like that idea. Oh, Wesley is the chosen one. <laughs> the chosen one, people. He and he alone, he is a prodigy set down among mere mortals to know the ways of space and time and thought. Yeah, and, and you can't tell him. But you can't tell him. You can't tell him. <laughs> Doesn't that set up a huge story arc? Oh my god! <laughs> Regardless if you like it or not. I know. I just I hate chosen ones. Like like because like here's the thing is if you're a prodigy, it's okay. So the concept of I like to think of human beings on a bell curve. So there are a lot, like, from from one end of the bell curve to the other end of the bell curve, like, there is a lot of differences in which each of us are capable of. Yeah. And so, like, there, you know, there, most people are capable in the middle. But there, there are outliers that are capable at one end of the spectrum or the other end of the spectrum uh, on a thing. And so... I think of prodigy uh, prodigies and people who like just being just having that their body just works in a way 
that they are on the exceptional end of that spectrum just by being born. Right. So it's, it's, it's more of like a natural talent. But you can always make something better. You can always work on something. You can always progress. Right. It's just having the motivation to do that. And so it's like, you know, some people are just good at drawing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so like, uh, that's what I'm using as an example. Well, like, I understand that. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, I think, the definition of a prodigy. Yeah. And so, and so, but like, but like the idea, you still want to tell them, you still be like, hey, let's, let's nurture this, this strength you have. Well, I think that the traveler was trying to say, I can't influence them. Mm-hmm. And so you need to keep this on kind of like bending a rule here for our species or our code of ethics that we're not supposed to interfere with their progression. So I can't Oh do shit, it. Prime, I'm violating the Prime Directive. Yeah, he's like bending the Oh, he's violating the Prime Directive. By telling the captain, and so he's saying the captain, or the Traveler's yeah. Prime Directive. Basically. Yeah, the Traveler's violating his own Prime Directive if we consider the Traveler like his version of the Federation. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's kind of like squirting around the rules, so that's why he's swearing Picard to never tell anyone. Okay, that makes more sense than what I did, which is just like, oh, okay. oh, the chosen one. You can't tell him, though, for reasons that I think are important. No, it's more ethical. Yeah, I like that a lot better. Oh, okay. It's a better, like, that's a nicer reading. Well, I seem to have those in abundance. Yeah, I want to be very critical. <laughs> it's reasonable, especially <laughs> considering the time period and the kind of crap that you come out with. That's just not appropriate anymore. Yeah. So it's normal to read into that critically. Well, that's the thing. It's like we are we are both um, experiencing the same same writing from different perspectives and time and different cultural shifts and different just understanding and cultural morality and crap and all that. So it yep. would make sense. I come from a very more it's more socially acceptable to look at the world through a critical lens. Than when you were uh, first experiencing it, because when one you were a small child, and we we try to make sure that small children have joy, right? Yeah. I think we do our we try try yeah try try we try. So we're not as critical. Like children aren't as critical as I feel on a general scale. <laughs> I'm going to put that out. The yeah. idea that on a general scale, children are not viewing media as critically as I would be. Fair assessment, I think. Woof! Got through that. <laughs> so yeah, I can I can see why your reading of it would be more charitable than. I don't even like the word term charitable. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like in a more positive light. A more positive interpretation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my note is assholes are just need head pats and good boys. <laughs> uh, because uh, what's it? What, well, I should. What's his name? Like I can't remember. Kolinsky. 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 Yeah, Kolinsky. Kolinsky. Um, like so he shows up and he's just this total fucking asshat like the whole time, and then he gets a good boy and then he's like, I am a good boy. Also, I did everything wrong. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> I don't know why. I just kind of. It feels like a little like weak writing, but it's I get it. It's a good trope, and I like it. And it, <laughs> it's just one of those. I think it's like a guilty pleasure kind of like where you're just like, why do I like that? Ugh, well, we okay. all have them. Yeah. Oh, and also uh, the one is at the end when um, 
Uh, Captain Picard is like playing the cutest little power trip on uh, Wesley. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I don't know why, but I fucking love that vibe. Like, because it's, it's power trips that don't do any harm. Like, that kind of a thing. Because, like, cause so pretty much Wesley comes on board and he's like, oh, you should sit down, Wesley. And, and then Riker's like, but Captain, you've said that only officers can sit down. And he's like, oh, I did. And I've already made an excuse for him. So, uh... I guess I'll just have to make him an acting ensign. And then, like, uh, Wes is like, me? Who, me? Me? <laughs> so, am I the good boy? Is yeah. it me? And it's, it's just a really nice moment. And I, I've seen people, like, try to fucking do this before. Like, to people where, where they do that, like, you know, like, the, the kind of called on the carpet, but it's for a good reason. But you try to make them think it's for a bad reason. And yeah. it usually doesn't play off very well. Usually, for me, it plays off just kind of shitty. But I like how it's played here. I feel like that that playfulness, that little biting playfulness is just enough that it doesn't feel too harsh. That's good. I'm, gl- I'm glad that you agree with that. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that a lot. It was a good scene. It was fun. <laughs> I giggled. I like they the did. twinkle in Picard's eye. Yeah, that's the end of my notes. Ah, okay. So... What I saw in the first part of the segment with Wesley that I thought kind of foretold the second part that you didn't catch Mm -hmm. was uh, when the Traveler and him were talking. Yeah. And then he was like, he wasn't just like faking along those lines. He was literally like inputting like equations to actually do what uh, Kowinski said it would do. And then when he started talking about time, thought, and space and all that, he was like, no, you need to, you know, like, seriously stop doing this. not a good thing right now. Like, he is, like, almost, like, foretolding that he had the secret knowledge. Oh, um, okay. So I didn't I mean, get I, that. I mean, that's what I got from knowing what would happen. Okay. So not knowing what was happening, I didn't... I'm not surprised that you may have missed that better context on the second time around like because that's the thing is sometimes you need to watch something a couple of times before you catch like a thing because you know there's a lot in a movie there's a lot going on there's a lot visually going on so there's like a lot of your senses are connected to a movie uh because you've got visual visual auditory and then like also like storytelling so there's many different images and ideas and concepts coming at you and so sometimes you focus on one and not the other. And so when you watch it a second time, you can, you're can you able to focus on the other aspect of it. Yeah, and I think this is probably a good example of that. Yeah. Uh, and then we already kind of talked about but the Klingon tour. That's, oh. that's like brought up again. So it's like, the bit, it's like this really interesting, like repetitive bit that's kept throughout the series to kind of like, there's a Klingon, there's a tour. Oh, really? But they hardly ever actually show one again. Oh, really? So they just talk about it. So... If you've never actually seen that episode... Or if you're like me and will completely forget what the word is. Yeah, you would never have seen it. Oh, Even though they talk about it later. Long. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and that's just something you find in the writing back in, like, when they were writing episodic stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Just to kind of call back to an earlier time and try to keep some continuity. It's yeah, because that wasn't them. really a thing you paid attention to before. No, you, not really. Because also, like, a lot of... The difference between like an episodic story, a story that follows linear time, and a, like in a show that does not follow linear ter- time, that like a, 
I think the term's like evergreen, but like you could watch them in any order and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because like um, back in the day, like you made shit for syndication. Like that's where your money was. Yeah. If you could get it syndicated, like you were you were golden. And so like the idea of of creating something for a to watch in any order, you're going you're gonna write more like vignettes with certain character archetypes. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And so it doesn't matter. Like there's no continuity because like you can call back from an earlier thing or not. And it doesn't matter because either it has or has not happened and it doesn't matter. I think Star Trek does a little more where you kind of need to call back, but they wrote it in such a way that you could watch it independently. Yeah. But like you'll understand the episode a lot better if you've seen previous episodes. Yeah. No, it's, it's, I think they did a good fine balance and it was one of the earlier shows that I can think of that did that. It's obviously meant to be watched start to finish but it is also little vignettes with character archetypes as well yeah like they're both of the yeah you're correct you just i just said the thing you said hi track Woo! <laughs> no but yeah serious conversation yeah i'm really surprised that when they said the traveler that you didn't actually know what that meant so it makes me wonder how much did they leave out on the podcast because the traveler is like kind of like iconic Oh, really? Yeah. It's possible that they told me it was iconic and I didn't pay attention because I didn't oh, care. Okay. These are things that happen. Because it's one of the other things that gets brought up, but not often. Okay, as the Traveler, is that like a whole thing? Yeah, like, yeah. They oh, call like, kind of like Q? Yes, but not as often. Okay. So it's another reoccurring character, either literally or um, talked about. Okay. So it is a piece of lore that sticks in the universe. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Through line. Yeah. So that's I like that. cool. I, I like calling them through line. That's a good, that is a good way to describe it. Another thing I thought was really cool was that we're once again seeing that there's this whole other plane of existence, like the cube, the traveler, mm. and there's this like big body of uh, another realm of existence. Yeah. Like there's, there's like continents and then there's, you know... The world, and then the solar system, and then the galaxy, you know. Yeah, and then there's, 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 like, another, like, yeah, yeah and then there's, like, then, another umbrella after that, but we just don't quite have the ability to understand it yet. We're almost there. Exactly. And it's the fact that they are now taking advantage, or thinking that we are worth studying. Because mm-hmm. they're now testing out the waters and checking you out and stuff like that. And the thing that we're witnessing, like, the verge of another... Um, existence uh, for that'd be cool if that ever happened like yeah like because i mean like like if octopus octopi or octopuses or whatever i think it's both ways which is annoying that is octopi i like the sound of that one better i think like if octopi started building like society and culture and all of those things that like you know we consider important as a society and like we're able to communicate with us that's the top one able to communicate with us yeah like what would that be like i don't know they're if we're just smart like creatures. whatever we're gonna like oh oh look at those look at those little octopi building their little cities underwater <laughs> yeah we'll just leave them yeah yeah they're cute and i never really thought beyond that level <laughs> and so star trek is uh, like two levels yeah and so at a young age i felt like something that was big no that like especially to be introduced to as a very young age of just like oh wait we don't know the whole known universe yeah like that is a fun thing to think about 
And you know what? It is not a thing that we bring up a lot um, to children. It's not like it's more of a thing like that happens a lot more like in college age where yeah. you have that that thought of. Wait a second. What if nobody knows the answer? <laughs> Which is why college children are annoying and insufferable. They they really can be. You'd uh, be nice to them. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then. The crew is so awesome that they can combine their goodwill to help the traveler recover enough to get them home. That they're uh. advanced enough to, like, they're that good. So the straight thoughts, either there were none or there were very few, so they didn't matter. You know, the random kids and stuff like that. You know, but, like, the, the overwhelming control allowed them to help escape their situation. So it gave the crew agency in the situation. I mean, like, that's a really cool reading of it. Um, unfortunately, or maybe, I don't know, whatever. It is a part of my history that, like, I was raised in a very um, uh, conservative Christian uh, household. So we went to um, a non-denominational church. And so it was more like um, a, a really interesting mix of Pentecostal, um, Baptist, and Evangelical. Um, and so, like, we did a lot of, like, power through prayer thing so we do a lot of things where like the whole church of like 300 people would be like oh i'm for aware, one thing. Well so, aware like, of the concepts of... yeah but like so that's the thing like like it just it just seems normal like that everyone would be able to do that because like that's what i grew up with oh, okay is that like oh yeah no like we're all just gonna think about like you know um blessing this person's house or whatever so let's all think about that no i saw it from a sci-fi show yeah oh, <laughs> i mean like Different experiences? That's, yeah. That's the podcast. <laughs> the difference is in the show it works. Yeah. That was cool. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, how do we know that possible? Well, because, like, I, look, that's just. I mean, they established that thought did things yeah. in reality. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Yeah, the baseline was, yes, this will. That was really positive of me, I think. And just to um be that guy, I'm going to end on a negative note. Uh, something that I forgot to bring up. I thought that out of the va- or scenes that you would have t- mentioned was the, the oh casual rape scene because you highlighted that last time. I know because it's already I've already talked about it. Oh, okay. And I just don't like repeating myself over and over again, especially things that like aren't that aren't like I I understand that a lot of the time I will have ideas that are very different than other people's. And I feel like sometimes when I have that, I don't want to just keep hammering on it. Because it's just like, cool, I mean, if you agree, you agree. If you don't, you don't. Whatever. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. That's fair. I curious not to bring it up. I did, but I did actually bring, well, not like in this conversation, but while we were watching it, I did actually comment on the, oh, I guess, you know, just as ptsd trigger time yeah like, pretty much that's like, what it was pretty much what happened is uh tashiar had like a ptsd uh flashback um because everyone is manifesting their thoughts and not everyone's thoughts are great all the time yeah not everybody thinks about their old granny sipping tea or you know their cool dog they had when they were a kid like i thought it was i don't know if they meant to do this but clever to do a good thing and a bad thing right next to each other. Yeah, I mean, like, it is. In in a storytelling way, like, it really is clever of just, like, because, like, because I feel like, especially, uh, a lot of times you want to believe that everything would be good, and it's it's good to have a one, at least a negative voice in the room. Yeah. Because it's good to think that your idea isn't perfect. (laughs) 
that's very true. I mean, that was the last thing I also had to bring up. I didn't actually have to bring that up. It's the last thing I thought to have bring, brought up. Yeah. Yeah. That no, way. it was because, like, it was just because, like, literally while I was watching it and they're like, I was back, back in the place with the rape gangs. And my brain just like, you could have just said gangs. Like, I mean, gangs are pretty bad. And then I just went, like, I didn't even say anything. So it's <laughs> like, whatever. We all know my opinion on this. Yeah. It's. So you don't need to do gratuitous. If, if gangs are already bad enough, you don't need to make it worse. <laughs> That's true. I can see that. Yeah. Because like it just reminds me of like we don't we we as a culture view torture um, as very extreme. Like the culture I hope that so. I what? I hope so. Yeah, like I feel like American culture, like we view uh, torture as acceptable, but only in extreme instances. Oh. Like, there has to be an explanation. There has to be a damn good reason. Or else, like, we do not accept the concept of torture. Like, it's pretty extreme. Yeah. So, like, I feel like rape should be only mentioned in the same extreme, um, like, ideas as torture. And in the time that this was filmed, that was not the standard of society. Yeah, that's true. So... I mean, I can keep talking about it. <laughs> it's no, just going to keep coming I'm, up. I'm it, not it talking about that. It can't fix it. It's already pre-recorded. <laughs> I can't edit it in post. No. Well, this was High Trek episode <laughs> 5, uh, where no one has gone before. <laughs> Baldiga! Oh, wait, no, that's the episode. Not our tagline. <laughs> yeah. And the next episode was... Oh, fuck. Uh, I don't remember. We talked a while. We did. Good episode. I like. I think. I think I enjoyed the episode. This episode the most out of any of the other ones I've seen. Oh, the next one is "Lonely Among Us." The Enterprise provides transportation to two delegation delegates delegations delegations uh, who are constantly at odds with each other. I'm trying to read it on a screen, and uh, it is in a weird tilting angle, so it's it hard is. to read those letters. Also, I have bad eyesight. Is this the one where uh, they stick their hand in the fruit bowl and it gets all old? No. Oh, okay. Because I know about that one. <laughs> this is... Introduces an, an important character. Ooh, an important character. Yeah. Is it Worf's dog? Worf's dog? That yeah. was already introduced. I know. But it's a pretty important character, I think. Yeah. Oh, you are also right. It, there was a cat... It wasn't Data's cat. There was a cat. It was Data's cat. But, but it wasn't Data's cat. But it kind of looked like it's Data's cat. It was. It is Data's cat. I think. I think <laughs> it's like this. Unless I don't know how. Wait, cats. Cats live like for like fifteen years, right? Yeah, some some of them. Yeah. Next episode, important person. So I'm looking forward to seeing the reaction. All right. Well, like I again, I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I think more than I, I thought I would enjoy a Star Trek. Yeah. So, that's pretty cool. Good episode. So, listen to next time where we boldly go where, guess what? Everyone's gone before because everyone's seen Star Trek and done a podcast about it. But this time we're high. So, see you on the flip side. Bye.